0: They say midlife women are like fine wine. We only get better with age, but we can also become quite indecisive about our next steps as we navigate life's little challenges and decisions. So grab your favorite beverage and join me as I explore how divine guidance can help you navigate your career and life decisions one step at a time. Are you in a new season of your life? Are you stuck in searching for clarity so you can make a career change? Do you just need the courage to switch careers? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your career? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a career transition coach, mom of grownups, coffee lover, and God girl. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. This led to stress and anxiety and a lack of clarity and courage to make a career move. I finally started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and stopped being scared to make a move and achieve my career transition goals. Now, my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the career you've always wanted and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and find courage to pursue your personal and professional goals in your midlife and beyond. Throw down your self-doubt, dust off your dreams, kindred. It's time to reset and refine and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. Hey, hey, ladies. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Mel Vandevort. And I am just sitting here sipping on a flavored water in my new little dollar twenty-five glass that I got at the Dollar Tree. It's so cute. It's purple, which is my favorite color. And it is a it's actually clear with a purple skeleton hand around the glass part, which is actually called a bowl if you are really thinking about a wine glass. It's actually a Halloween cup, but As a crime junkie, you all know that I love my crime podcasts and crime TV shows. I just think that it's super cute with the little skeleton hand. And so I've been sitting here drinking out of my little $1.25 glass all morning long. It's super cute. And it's just something fun. I encourage you to keep your inner child and do something fun like that. It's those little things in life that make life really enjoyable, like drinking out of a really cheap cup all day long with your best flavored waters. I would like to go ahead and get started with our episode today. Today I'm going to be referencing the story of Ruth, which is actually a book of the Old Testament. It's one of determination, faithfulness, and taking steps forward toward a better future. Ruth was a Moabite woman who, after the death of her husband, she chose to actually stay with her mother-in-law, Naomi. Ruth's famous words to Naomi captured this idea of taking one step at a time. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. And that's found in Ruth 116. Today's episode is about taking those small actions that have a big impact in their totality. And Ruth's journey involved very small, faithful steps, which ultimately led to a very significant turn in her life. Ruth trusted God for the guidance that she needed, and she persevered taking one small step at a time to pursue what God had in store for her. I've always been one who wanted to do all the things at one time, like right now. And I've really had to learn to slow down and take one step at a time, take small bite sized chunks of what God has in store for me or what he's wanting me to do and really focus on that one small bite size piece of information to make the right decision to move forward. And I've really had to start thinking about how I pray instead of just saying, hey, God, show me what to do. I've really started focusing my prayers and saying, God, show me the next step. What is it that I can take action on right now to do what you want me to do, to be prepared for the next step? So today I want to explore what that looks like for you, ladies. Number one. The power of one step at a time as a marvelous woman. Taking one step at a time can be a game changer when you're trying to determine those life's decisions, when you're facing some major decisions in your life, whether it be your career, buying a home, whatever it is, it can be a game changer when you are really focusing on one step at a time. If you're not focusing on one step at a time, you can get overwhelmed and you may just have too much information. It's like information overload and you just don't know what decision to make. And I've had that happen myself, trying to make decisions about my business and how to grow it and go forward. I've been like really digging in and listening to all these different podcasts and different people and listening to one-hour courses and all of these things, and I have so much information now that it's really starting to get jumbled in my head and give me anxiety because now I don't know which way to go because one person tells you one thing, somebody else tells you something different, and it's just too much sometimes. So I'm really paring that down and focusing on one step at a time so I know exactly which way God wants me to go. Matthew 6:34 says, "Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself." And that is so true. I don't have to worry. There's going to be plenty of worries in the future anyway. So it's really just up to me to trust God for each step along the way. So I'm going to relate this to coaching teachers. We give them one bite-sized step that they can work on and Correct to make the instruction in their classroom more effective. So I want you to think in terms of that. You have the data, you have the knowledge. Now let's take that data, let's take that knowledge, choose one thing that you know you can act on. Because if you can find something where you can actually take an action, that's probably the action that God wants you to take at this moment. I've also mentioned that I am a planner. I like to plan out everything. My calendar is planned out for the entire day. I like structure, and I like to know what I'm doing from moment to moment. However, point number two, sometimes you have to embrace the unpredictable uncertainty of your life. Sometimes things pop up and you don't expect them. And those little Twists and turns, those unexpected twists and turns like on a roller coaster, may be just what you need to really spark your creativity and really get your mind open to all of the things that could happen. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. It's okay not to have all of the answers and to embrace those little uncertainties of midlife. But even in that uncertainty, God is going to more than likely lay it out pretty clear for you. There may be something that pops up that you never expected to pop up, but it might be exactly what God is putting in your path, your journey to help guide you to the next thing. And if it, again, if it's something that you can take action on, that's probably your next step which leads us to number three, trusting God's guidance during these midlife transitions. Trust in God is the cornerstone of our faith. And it's really that moral compass during these midlife transitions. And all of these real life experiences that you are trusting God with, they give you wisdom and knowledge that you can use moving forward. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Isaiah 30, 21. So what does that look like? Well, you can really increase your prayer and your time with God. Spend every single day some time with God, getting to know Him, learning to connect with Him, learning to hear what He is saying. Study your Bible. If you are really digging in, you are learning your texts and really starting to learn what those parables mean will really help you know what God's trying to tell you. And seek counsel, seek a mentor, find someone that you can talk with, bounce ideas off, really dig into that scripture with. You need a thought partner. Thought partners are so valuable in giving you a different perspective and giving you guidance and helping you think about things that you really didn't think about maybe. And they also help give you encouragement. And one thing that I really, really find valuable with my mentors, people that mentor me, is overcoming that analysis paralysis, which is point number four. I analyze and overanalyze and reanalyze every single thing in my life, just about. And I do it almost to the extent where I cause my own anxiety. I look back on a conversation that I had. Oh, I should have said this. I could have said this. What if I'd have done this differently? I think about decisions that I've made. Well, if I'd have done this, then this would have happened. Or, you know, it's just madness on my part. Or if there's a decision coming up, sometimes I will overanalyze what I should do. And it gives me too many options at that point when I really should have just looked for that actionable step, which was probably the action that God wanted me to take in the first place. And I have to keep remembering that that in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. God will show you what he wants you to do. And if you're gonna end up going down the wrong path and you are genuinely just not sure, it's not because you're being disobedient. If you choose disobedience and you go down a path, God's probably gonna let you go down that path and see what happens. But if you are trying to be very obedient to him, and you're just unsure, he's going to still direct you. He's going to close doors. He's going to open others, and he's going to guide you in the direction that he really wants you to go in the first place. And if you're really trusting him to give you the answer and tell you which way to go, it really helps get rid of all of that clutter, all of that white noise that you're hearing and take away that analysis paralysis. But you yourself can do a few things to help with that. So set some very clear, achievable goals. Break everything down, backward plan. I can show you how to backward plan your goals. So if you need help with that, I would love to be that person to help you do that. We can start with your big goals and we can work backward, breaking those down into those small bite-sized chunks that are very manageable. Limit your information gathering. That's one of the things that I've really had to work on. I am a researcher. I am a gatherer. I get all of the information that I can, and sometimes it is too much information, and that's where I get all of that overload, and then that helps add to my confusion of what to do. And set some time every single day to practice mindfulness, especially in the morning before your day gets started. Do a little self-reflection of the day before, and then set three goals that you want to accomplish for the day. Really focus on those three things. That helps get rid of some of that clutter. If you get those three things done early, wonderful. You can do a couple more things later in the afternoon. But let's start with three so we don't have that overwhelm of trying to get all of the things done in one day. all of these strategies that I just mentioned, they're really to help you move past that analysis paralysis and really start taking those important initial steps toward discovering what God wants you to do in each area of your life and every decision that you have to make. So remember, trust in God's guidance, take one small step at a time and leave the outcome to God. Remember, however, that progress often comes from action even if it's a very small step forward. There's a song called A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton, and I'm going to link that in the show notes. And it's a story about someone who's embarking on a journey and they're taking these small steps to get where they want to go. So as you listen to this song, I want you to think about yourself in the context of this song and seeking God's purpose for your life, and also all of those decisions that you have to make. This song symbolizes that even those small, deliberate steps lead to personal and professional growth and very meaningful changes in your life. Remember, ladies, you are not alone in this midlife adventure. Trust God's guidance. Cherish every single step. Find laughter along the way and find somebody to do this life with somebody who understands what you're going through at this season of your life. And we would love to have you in the Facebook group, Marvelous Midlife Women. We can help you get through anything right now. We are working together to work on our health a little bit, and we are getting ready to jump into a... Couch to 5K, where we are going to spend the next six weeks preparing. And then in October, we're going to run a 5K. So if you want to be part of that, jump in the show notes, find the link, get in the group. We would love to have you. We do a lot of things together. We talk, we really support each other. And I love this community of ladies who are They're with me as I am going through this journey, and I can be a support for them as well. Also, I would really appreciate it if you would jump on over to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a review. It helps get my show noticed. And be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, ladies, keep taking those small steps forward, savor every single moment, and find joy in the journey. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.